Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, including your stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. Up next, a story from a regular contributor, Richard Munez. Today, Richard shares with us the story of a magical moment in his life when he was young, his first time seeing a satellite. Take it away, Richard. You stop and think about it, it's really funny how memories work. I'm not saying funny haha, I'm saying funny strange. When I stop and think about it, before six years old, my memories are they're kind of spotty at best. But there is stuff that sticks out more than others. And one of those that sticks out more than some of the other ones is the first time I ever recall seeing a satellite. I wasn't even five years old yet and we were going into the mountains. Now, when I talk about the mountains, what I'm talking about here is a tract of land in northern New Mexico. In years to come, we'd follow Highway 17 up and around Cumbres Pass and come in through a different road. 
Now this led up to our summer range, and this is where we took our cattle in summer. But this time, we took the road up through Osier. Now at the time, it was nothing more than a large water tank for the steam engines that used to move between Antonito and Chama. The other thing I recall about Osier is the station itself. At the time, it wasn't open, but in this particular memory, what had happened is we had started out for the mountains. And it was already late in the day, and it had been very stormy. What this was, was a family and extended family trip. And we were going to go up to the mountains, we were going to stay in what we called the Green Cabin. Pretty nice cabin, the reason it had its name was, guess what, it was painted green. Well, as I mentioned, it was pretty stormy. It had rained very heavily. It was raining so heavily up in the mountains, in fact, we kind of aborted our trip up into the mountains. We had two-wheel drive pickups, the soft mud was threatening to get them stuck, so unable to go forward, unable to go back, we stopped and spent the night at Osier. The old station was unlocked, so we took refuge there. I recall everyone bringing in their bedding and we found a corner to sleep in. A fire was started in the old stove and a meal was prepared. We ate and everyone sat around talking. I liked listening to the old timers talk. They always told such interesting stories. I remember my old granny talking about coming out here with the Mormon expansion. My grandfather talked about coming out here as a boy from Lebanon. Well, later that evening, the storm cleared out and the skies opened up. Washed by the rain, the stars were hard and bright that night, I remember. Echo is supposed to be passing over, I remember someone said. Echo? Yes, that balloon satellite they put up a few weeks ago. So we all went out into the night to look for it. Now, as a four-year-old boy, I had no idea what an artificial satellite was. Oh, I'd seen TV shows and stuff like that. So what I was expecting to see was a full-size 1950s-style rocket thundering overhead. Of course, that's not what I got. The Project Echo satellites were launched in 1960 and 1964. The idea behind them was one we take almost for granted today. Now, way back in 1945, science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke, the same guy that wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey, came up with the idea of using satellites as a means of communication. The following year, they tried some experiments using a more natural satellite, in this case our moon, to reflect microwaves for communications. Well, once Sputnik was launched, Clark's ideas were right on the verge of becoming reality. Now, the first real attempts at using this idea was pretty simple. Put a big, aluminized balloon up in space and bounce the signals off that. Now, it took two tries to get the first Echo satellite up. The first one, on May 13, 1960, well, that satellite ended up in the Atlantic. The next attempt came a few months later, this time on August 12th. This time, the satellite settled into orbit some thousand miles or so above the Earth. So what we have here is a 100-foot across aluminized balloon miles above the Earth, catching the sunlight. This made it a really easy target for the eye to spot. So we step out into the cool mountain air. And I remember I looked up, and there's the universe just sprawled out before me. I almost got dizzy looking up. Standing there on a loading platform of an aged train station, I stood at the edge of infinity. Knots and tangles of stars were overhead, and a ghostly cloud stretched from horizon to horizon, and stars of every color and by the thousands blurred into it. I'd never seen anything so glorious. You see the light from those stars I remember Dad saying? They're so far away, light left them before you were even born. They're so far away, they may not even be there anymore. Now, the idea of the speed of light meant nothing to me. But if they were that far away, then how far was far? And suddenly I felt very small and very lost in it all. It thrilled me. 
My cosmos had just grown amazingly big, and I was part of something so much bigger than me. Now, as a young kid, the horizon is always incredibly close. As a child, my universe ended at the mountains that ring the San Luis Valley. There was little beyond it. I never put two and two together yet and realized there was more to my world than I knew. And now, with a single sentence, the universe had gotten very, very big for me. We all peered into the sky, each quietly searching for something. Finally, after several minutes, someone pointed, There! There it is! I looked, and here's a star moving quietly across the sky. I watched it travel like some magical force among the stars, and that in years to come I learned so well. The star moved with so much quiet and dignity it amazed me. I remember it would be several seconds before I even remembered to breathe. As I watched it move, it flashed and then it faded away into the night. And even at four years old, there was a part of me that wished I was up there riding along with it. Today I've seen God knows how many satellites flying over. And like that four-year-old boy, I still wish I was along for the ride. And a terrific job by Monty on the production of that piece and the editing. And again, a special thanks to Richard Munez, who's a regular contributor here on Our American Stories. Check out Richard's blog at William Alban, A-L-B-A-N dot WordPress dot com. And check out Richard's other stories at OurAmericanStories.com. Just look up Richard Munez, M-U-N-I-Z, in the search bar. He's got a great one on the first black lawman in Colorado, the Russian MiG jet, and many others. Richard Munez's story about a light in the sky in the beautiful mountains of New Mexico, here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 